welcome back to our second ever episode of Chug Canning Gang. May I introduce my co-host and good friend uncle, Chris Mead. Thank you. I like to think of myself as a funkle, a fun uncle. I think a friend uncle is like a frunkle. A quite, that's good too. Funkle, frunkle, Chris Mead. That's right. Funkle, frunkle, Chris Mead. And as you've heard, our guest for today is Laura Mead, also known as my wonderful auntie. Hello, Laura. Hello there. I'm your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not I, and I'm... you're our great nephew or get you wow. <laughs> we could do this all day even, if you want yeah. to so our, like our topic for today is the brand new season which is chapter three season one which has been out for a little bit now i'd say yeah launched in december yeah I feel like we've, we're starting to learn a bit about the cool things and the bad things. So I think now is a good time to make this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've been playing this season quite a bit. I've been on almost every day. Laura has too. Yep. Ethan is a bit too cool for school <laughs> and sometimes doesn't come on. But I think we've got a good group knowledge of the yeah. season. So let me ask this question to begin with. What is the thing that you're enjoying most about this new season? Can I go to Laura first? Oh, yeah, I suppose you can. Um, I'm going to say something controversial. One of my favorite things about the new season is the spider hands. They're basically a non-consumable item where you can web sling yourself across the map really, really fast. And the aiming, the, sorry, the targeting on it is brilliant it feels really fun it's a great way to explore vast sections of the map if you're playing in solo mode or duo mode and things like that you can just get really fast it completely breaks the game in terms of being able to kill somebody who's using them makes it really really hard but it is so much fun to have a go on and i think it's um encouraged people to be a little bit less static in their play which i like now is it just us that calls them spider hands are they actually called web shooters? Oh. I'm just interested. I, I don't know if that's true. I, I, oh. We always call them spider hands. <laughs> Spider-Men spider gloves that allow you to swing across the map. There you go. That's my one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I don't know what you think about this. I'm really interested in the spider hands because as Laura says, they're really, really fun to use yourself. But then when your enemies are using them, it makes the game really frustrating. Yeah, I don't know how long they'll stay for, but I really enjoy just coming up and finding one of them and knowing that everyone else's game is going to be ruined when I find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh no, here comes the Spider-Man. Oh yeah. no. Quick, get out your submachine gun. I think one of the, some of the good things about it, though, is it, it's a good thing that splits their team up. So if you find someone and they stop web slinging, it should, they should be by themselves and you should be able to finish them up. Yes, the really bad ones are when you get three Spider-Man hand users. They're always dressed as Spider-Man in the Spider-Man skin as well. And they come in all together, descend on top of you, all with shotguns, and then you're dead before you can move. Well, I am anyway. Draw a breath. Yeah. I mean, that that is an innovation that I think will go soon. But if I had to name another one, which I don't think will be divisive, I love Clombos. I just think they're so cute. They're giant, rambly, 
They look like a mix between an axotl and a dragon. And they are so cute. And they sort of sploof out little bits of weaponry from their blowholes. And you can feed them berries. And they look adorable. Ethan, what's your favourite thing about the season? So, obviously, I love the Spider-Mans. But I think it's really cool just, like, seeing the new weapons. I'm a big fan of the MK. But I just find it really interesting seeing how other people use them. And just seeing the new tactics and the new ways to work with the new guns. And I just think it's just really cool, like, seeing the new map. And being able to, like, see all these new ways the pros play and these good tactics. So... Yeah, I'm really interested in the new ARs because the MK is maybe nearer to a submachine gun than the original assault rifle. And then the, uh, what's it called? Ranger is maybe a bit more snipery. So you've you've got both ARs with a good rate of fire, but one is slightly closer range kind of weapon and one's a much more long range weapon. And I think between the two, that gives you a lot of options really. It's interesting that you'd categorize them that way around because the MK has got a zoom function on the scope, which I often find irritating when I'm trying when I'm in a sort of a mid-range battle and it automatically scopes me in. And then, you know, if somebody moves out of the immediate line of fire, it's harder to find them. It's just got a bit of a bloom on it. It doesn't work for a long range very well, I don't think. Yeah. And this, like I said, this is the thing I really like, how it's so, like, debatable. Like, some person might really like using a MK as a really close weapon, and someone might find it really easy to, like, shoot someone out of the sky. And it's really to do with preference, and they're almost like new options of ways you can play the game. And I think that's just really interesting. Yeah, they've done a great job of balancing the weapon set this year, this season. It's one of my favourite sets that i've played so far they just all feel like fun weapons to to use yeah it's also really exciting to have birds back like ravens that occasionally descend and if you manage to drop them out of the sky then they'll give you a bit of loot and i like that too for me the thing i enjoy most about this season is that it's been completely rebuilt onto unreal engine 5 and you can't really tell the difference it's a a little bit more polished, a little bit more beautiful in initially, but then when you start playing it, you realise there's this these really robust game changes. So for me, the fact that you can now stand on top of cars rather than awkwardly sliding off, and, and the fact that you yourself can slide, everything just feels a little bit more responsive, a little bit more solid, just a little bit more fun to play. I, it's really transformed the game for me. I love it. Yeah, I really like how when there's a new season, you, there might be a glitch that's really annoying. And you, if you just join a match and you see that that glitch is gone, it's crazy how it can be so little, but it can just be like, just so, it can make you so happy because that glitch is can be like really annoying. What do you think you would do, Ethan, if you turned on the game tomorrow and you couldn't slide anymore? Oh my, I feel like sliding, it's such a, such a key thing, just like when you're on top of a hill, just being able to slide down and get that extra speed, so I don't, I can't even think about what I would do, sliding such a key part, even in like build battles, getting that extra bit of like slide, and I I, I really don't know what I would do, because I think it's such a key feature to the game. Agreed. Especially when you play like I do, I tend to head for the edge of the map, find something exciting there, and then wind up running from Storm quite a lot. And 
just that little boost of speed that you're talking about that you get when you're running away from storm by sliding is really, really helpful yeah. for a player like me. It's also really tactical if you know that someone has is camping out in a room and has basically got their weapon trained on the door, just coming in at knee level rather than at eye level gives you the advantage you need to to win that battle, I think. I, so many times people have slid in, sort of shot me under my guard, essentially. Only the really good ones do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a question for you, uh, you two. I'll start with Chris. What's your favourite part about the Battle Pass so far this season? I'm going to be a little bit boring because we've talked about this a lot, but I really like the Spider-Man skin. It's the last skin you get as you progress through the initial 100 levels. But they've done a really good job. I think the art work on it is great. He looks really cool. You've got the Symbiote skin, which is basically pure black, which is an amazing sweaty looking skin in my opinion so i just really love that my only thought is that when you get spider hands they should be the same color as whatever spider-man costume you've got on because running around in your badass black costume <laughs> and then having big comic-y red hands looks really silly yeah <laughs> um for me i think it's the music that the different soundtracks that you get um there have been some really, really great ones this year. Um, for example, the Christmas Lude in the Mountains song's great fun. Really enjoy that. I love the Butter Barn song. Excellent. The Let's go down the Butter, butter Barn. barn. Got the best slurp in the whole dang map. Anyway, um, I really like that. Uh, the Haven. Haven's Opus. Haven's Opus. Great. Theme, theme tune of the Chug Cannon Gang podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the I think it's called like Redline Rider or something that is um, just a kind of very, like quite a heavy dance track yeah. with some really pretty vocals on it. And the most recently, the March music that we got, which is really, it sounds really epic. I like it so much. So I think, yeah, definitely the music. I like to be able to yeah. hear something nice when we're in, like, waiting in the lobby for everybody to come on in. I think for me, what, a pickaxe that I really enjoy to use is the sword pickaxes. I think they have a really nice animation. So, mm. and particularly the red and black one, but generally I just really like those um, swords. And I feel so badass when I'm using them, so cool. So... Yeah, they'll definitely have to be up there for my favourite in this battle pass. What do you think of the spike bats with like the different glowing bits on them? Oh, yeah, I think they're interesting. They have quite a strange animation, quite new. I think it's used for some bats. At first, I was finding it quite cool, but now I've started to go off them a little bit. So I think it's a kind of maybe I'll come back into them in a bit. Maybe and then I'll go off them again. So, yeah. That's quite a complete answer there, Ethan. <laughs> I was impressed by the amount of opinions you have about the bat <laughs> animation cycle. So have you guys um, talked a bit about the story for this year's season? Well, this is what I would like to bring up next, of course. The the big thing, the, the thing that we haven't really talked about yet is the fact that the island flipped over at the end of the last chapter and we've got essentially an entirely new playground to run around in. 
I know it's brilliant. And, you know, there's updates happening all the time with Tilted Towers coming back. And today, a great big IO base hollowed out in the middle of a mountain, which is so interesting to explore. I've only been there once and died pretty quickly. (laughs) It was an absolute firefight when we went there. It was a total hot drop. But, and I think something that's, uh, possibly getting in the way of me enjoying this season as much is with all of the new season quests, all of the areas to discover, I've risen to a pretty high level fairly quickly without having to do too much fighting. And that means whenever I get paired with people, they tend to be usually people who are pretty good at the game. And I struggle, (laughs) struggle to win. I do like the crown mechanism though. Oh, I think that's great. It totally changes your play style from mm-hmm. round to round to round, depending on whether or not you've got a crown. Whenever the Chug Cannon Gang get a crown, crowns all round, we tend to get very, very cautious. Yeah, cautious and defensive. Not that it always works. Although I'm one crown victory off fifty. Wow! Oh, really? Yeah, which I'm pretty proud of. I'm on thirty something now, but I, I like. Oh, if somebody steals your crown, oh, really annoying. Yeah. When someone kills you and then they just start to emo and take your crown, it's the worst feeling. I hate it. Yeah, I want to throw my controller at the TV, then I realise how much the TV costs <laughs> to side against it. And the controller yeah. as well, they're £60. Pounds. Well, it's a real own goal. If Call you of do Duty that. has a mechanism, Ethan, whereby if you kill somebody, you can hear the last second of whatever feed is on their mic. So you can basically hear them going, do you think that Fortnite players would be able to handle hearing people have a rant about being killed or do you reckon it would spoil the game? No, I think it would, first of all, it would involve a lot of bad language and I think Fortnite would definitely have to input a lot of stuff to do with that. And I mean, it could, I guess you'll get some, I guess you'll get some that are quite funny and you'll laugh at and you might save. But I think there will also be some that you'll just be like, nope, don't really want to hear that. I mean, I remember when you and I first started playing, um, after a while, I think when you were playing a lot more with your mates and somebody killed you, you would be like, oh, that's a bot. Oh, they're a bot. (laughs) And now you've kind of grown out of that a lot and like... And you've gotten a bit more gracious towards people who beat us. I find when I play, especially when I play solo, if I get beaten by somebody and I think they're good, I, I'm just like, oh, wow. That was like annoying, but like hats off to them. They've done really well. Yeah. I feel like when I first started playing, it was all about being the best. And if you died to someone that wasn't quite as good as you, that was like, no. But I feel like now I've kind of just accepted I die, I die. They're obviously better than me. And I'm just going to load into the next game and probably not think about it again. Yeah. I've gone the other way, you two. I started off being like, hey, you know, I'm new at this game. So when people beat me, that's fine. But now it's part of my identity. And I'm like, no, I can't believe you beat me. So I've become less gracious, if anything. That's true. Yeah. He's like, oh, we shouldn't have died to them. They were rubbish. And I'm like, well, they couldn't have been that rubbish. They killed us. That's true. what can I say? My blood is up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst thing is when they emote on you. Because, like, just no one really likes that. 
just generally i think i went yeah. a little bit of a time where i hate to admit it but i think i did that a little bit but i'm trying to stop that now because i'm really noticing how terrible it is when you die and someone just starts to emote on you okay, yeah here's my top three that boil my blood when they do it coming in at number three the it's the it's the it's the rick dance and number two the loser dance and at number one with a bullet that rooster laughing donkey sounding (laughs) make my blood boil right now just thinking about it (laughs) yeah don't like those three guys guys this is supposed to be a form of rest and relaxation we have to chill (laughs) we have to chill yeah so new map do we have any favorite places on the maps places that we love i think the chug cannon gang as a whole like rocky reels the most there's something about being able to parachute down onto one of the 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 high bits like the screen and just sort of take out anyone beneath you that i always really enjoy i feel like it has the right amount of loot it has good spots it has bad spots we're kind of starting to learn it so we kind of know like oh someone's over there and i know how i can get to them quicker or i'm behind i think it's just a great and we're really good at communicating when we're there and i think yeah overall it's a really good place plus it's got a green screen studio so you can stream from within the map (laughs) which i think is always very good Uh, I'm very fond of Camp Cuddle. I like as you drop on it, you can see whether you're going to get Ducky, Metal Team Leader or Cuddle Pool in the little huts. I like that there's a sort of a juxtaposition between land and sea and you can fish, you can fight a shark, you can get around the area pretty quickly because there's a whole load of different zip wires. There's usually pretty good loot. And if you do happen to fall victim to another team, there's a respawn van right there. Oh, yeah. I think it's a really good central reboot van because some reboot vans, they can be like right in the middle, like easily able to snipe. You have the cars and you have other buildings. So it's really, Mm -hmm. it gives it a bit of a challenge if someone's trying to kill you and you're trying to reboot. Yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about Tilted Towers being back? Because I don't think any of us were we're not old enough players to have known the original iteration of Tilted Towers. Well, uh, I I did, I think the first season I played, it had a type of Tilted Towers, but this is my first proper experience with Tilted Towers. And I feel like if I just don't know very long and I just want to quickly hop in, get some kills and leave, I would drop there. But I think generally, if I want to have a chance at the game, I wouldn't drop a Tilted. And I, I don't have an emotional connection to it either i don't think um i i suppose i haven't really explored it yet i like locations that have an element of fun discovery like the hidden bit that's underneath the pawn shop in tilted don't tell people oh, about that the, that's the, a the secret boop place in the boot <laughs> yeah yeah we like to go and hang out in that under i don't know how we found it but it was a bit random and now we go there all the time and hide until everyone's killed each other. Yeah. Yeah. I like a sneaky play, me. I think another good thing about Tilted Towers is it's so big and there's so much loot. So say you do get the 1% chance that you make it out alive, you are going to have some very good loot 
I know there's someone there that sells you like they can sell you a gold stinger. That's always nice to pick one of those up. So if you are fortunate enough to make it out, you will be rewarded quite dearly. We in the new place, is it called Covert Cabin or Covert Crater? Something like that, isn't it? I'm not sure. Anyway, there's a mythical SMG in there, which I got the uh, earlier today. And that is an amazing gun. Wow, this is new <laughs> news to me. Oh my, wow. Ooh. Yeah, there's a there's an IO brute in there that you have to kill. But we got someone else to kill it and then we just killed them. Oh. And there's also a key card, which I don't know what it does <gasps> yet, but it must open another part of the map. When you hold it, open. it leads to like a, like a dotted line towards a certain area. It normally lead to a vault, but I don't know if that, that, that might have been an old season thing. It might be different because Epic always like to spice stuff up a little bit. Um. I actually played a bit of Fortnite when it first came out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I had a mate who showed me it, and I remember landing and hacking through a roof and being absolutely petrified when somebody actually fired at me because I'm so used to playing, like, big sandboxy games with just AI, not with human opponents. And then they pursued me across the map, still shooting at me. And I was like, I'm just trying to build a ramp. I just want to run away. I was not into killing anybody and found it really upsetting when somebody was shooting. Um, And it really took Ethan encouraging me to play and Chris getting me (laughs) to play with Ethan to to get me to enjoy the game at all. And now I love it. But initially, I just I found it too confrontational for me. I mean, I definitely did. When I first started, I was like, should I play with controller? Should I play with keyboard and mouse? I could barely move around. If someone shooted at me, I just kind of accepted that was the end of the game. But I feel like it's really shown how far we've got since we first started playing. Because now someone shoots at us, we're like, bring on the battle. And yeah, I think it's just shown how like we've come so far since we first started playing. Well, yeah, bring agreed. on the battle slash hide in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's me, hide in a bush. I think I was the one who told the rest of the gang, by the way, you've got to squat or you've got to crouch when you go into close quarters combat because otherwise they will hear you and your footsteps will show up on the um, yeah. visual display. That's a huge thing. People do not tend to crouch. People tend to run around. I find uh, just that one bit of advice, being able to crouch, has really helped me in close quarters combat. Um, people just run through the door and are unaware you're even there. It's brilliant. And obviously, it also makes a much smaller hitbox. So, like, and especially if you're on a house battle, I find the house battles the most annoying trying to like find them. But if you're crouched, they have no idea. The second they walk through that door, if you have like a good shotgun, then they stand no chance. Oh, have you tried the new shotgun that came out today? No. <laughs> heavy shotgun it's really good it has i would say it has a fire rate more like the auto but it's a little bit more powerful does 150 damage if you do a headshot at close range and you can do two of them in under a second it's pretty powerful gun i was gonna log on to fortnite i before we did the podcast but i just didn't have time but obviously a lot has come out so just check it out yeah well, it seems Mate, like we should stop you, this podcast yeah, and go and play. Go. But before we do, um, I want to say what my absolute favourite thing about Fortnite is, and I'm going to get well soppy, it's getting to play with you lot. I find it like genuinely one of the most fun parts of my day. And every time I log on and I see Ethan's playing and I like, get to hear his voice and have a chat about his day and all that, it's so enjoyable. 
And I also think there are quite a few couples who don't really have shared interests for the things that they like to do for fun. And I really, really appreciate getting to be able to play with Chris so much. Yeah, because I think... Oh, we've got... Oh, sorry, Ethan, you go first. Because I, I think I've told you, like, I, I will literally, like, keep my computer open just to see if you log on. Like, I'll set up a little camera in here and go do something else, just waiting. But I think <laughs> it's so fun. Like, I see you guys have logged on and it feels like a miracle in my head. I'm so happy. And then Yay! just getting to play with you guys in the atmosphere. It's really nice. Oh, thank you. Well, the feeling is entirely mutual. So that's great. Um, well, that is our little dip into season three. Uh, Laura, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Oh, I had such a lovely time. Please have <laughs> me back when you've had some other guests because I'm yes. totally down to clown. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm... <laughs> well, all I'm asking Laura. is next time you come on, you could, wor- you could work on your line just a little bit more. But yeah. Okay, all right. I'll practice something <laughs> so it sounds cooler. Do you have another one that rhymes? Uh, um, I'm here to get some gear. I'm about to put my oar in for the recording. No. no okay. I'm not sure about that one. I'm going to yeah. get my oar in to do the recording. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Chug Cannon Gang. We will be here every week in your favourite podcast place, whatever, <laughs> wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, <laughs> please, please support us in any way you can. Give us a review. Subscribe to the feed. We will continue to talk all things Fortnite and all things family for as long as we draw breath. Probably not that long, actually. <laughs> There's yeah. probably a point. Ethan will go to university at some point. Probably yeah. won't want to do it anymore. Yeah, Chris and I in our 90s. Oh, honestly, that's the other day to remember playing with those. I can really picture me as like an adult and like you guys getting older and we're still just talking about Fortnite. Like, did you hear that um, that chapter 20 has just been released? Yes. Very exciting. Absolutely. Well, I hope I'm still playing when I'm really old because yeah. I think it's good for like your reaction times and your brain connectivity and all of that. I mean, our reaction time is going to slow down hugely, but hopefully by then Fortnite will have an interface where you can just plug yourself in via the base of your skull and then your brain just interfaces with the game. Would you get that? Would you get da- gaming technology implanted in your head? Yes, Laura, I would immediately. Ethan, would you? Um- yeah, I'd wait a little bit. I'd wait for Chris to try it out. See if he, like, survives, <laughs> see if he's normal, and then I'll give it a go. Chris is not normal, so you're not starting <laughs> from a very good base level there. I'm doing it, everyone, as soon as it comes out. <laughs> First generation, Early straight into, the, into my you spine. Can be, you can be like the guinea pig, like Meta or something will hire you, and you'll go and try it out. Yeah, sure. Oh, no. Plug it into my eyes. <laughs> going to be married to some sort of cyborg. You've been listening to the Chug Cannon Gang podcast with your hosts, Ethan Flint and Chris Mead. Please subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you kindly and see you in the loop.